What is up, you guys? Welcome or welcome back to the Day by Dana podcast. I decided that I'm now going to film these on camera as well so you can watch on YouTube because I know I prefer... I do a lot of driving now with my new sales job and I do like to listen to my podcast like in the car but I also like to listen to YouTube videos and like watch shows while I'm falling asleep and so I love 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 when podcasters post their videos to YouTube as well so they can kind of like you know multitask like breathe there in the you know in the car driving around listening to the podcast or I need like to body double and listen to it while I'm cleaning my room or while I'm trying to fall asleep. So I figured that I'd put on my cute little headset here so you guys can like see how cute I look when I record these and um, post it on YouTube as well. So you'll have to let me know if you like that and I'll definitely continue to do it. The hardest part though is going to be editing it and trying to get it to like match up because I say like and um a lot and I mess up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I think that is why, oh, hold on. I, I promised myself I would talk slower in this one because I tried listening in the car to my podcast and number one it sounds like I'm underwater I'm going to tell you why right now it's because I bought a microphone from Target don't worry don't worry my fancy dancy one is in my Amazon cart of course my camera just stopped working please hold we had a bunch of you know old videos because I never like clear out my storage so I still had videos on my memory card from my New York City trip which to be fair is the last time I posted a YouTube video back in March I'm so sorry if you can hear. I, of course, when I sat down to film this podcast, my neighbor decided it'd be a great idea to start weedwhacking. Doesn't he know that the world like revolves around? Okay. Anyways, I really am. I think I'm going to get like a real life microphone and my roommate who lived upstairs moved out. Actually, both my roommates moved out. I've talked about this a little bit in my recent like episodes, um, but I had a new roommate move in. And so now our attic is clear, which is really nice because we're kind of making it into like our get ready room, like extra closet space, like my friend Brooklyn, my new roommate, brought a couch, like a super cute couch, and we're going to make it, like, I was like, can I, like, kind of turn that into my studio? Okay, just throwing out ideas here, so who knows? Who knows? Hopefully, this is something that can, we can make work. Anywho, anywho, um, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. Hello. What a what an awesome intro. So, this is on YouTube as well, if you would rather watch it on there and watch me scramble, because I don't know how to multitask, and I'm literally, like, camera, microphone, camera, microphone. Anyways, uh, today's episode is honestly just going to be, like, a real life chit chat, like real talk, getting my life back together, reestablishing a routine because Lord knows I need it. I really just want to go through like how I fell off track because I definitely did, how I plan to get back on track. I've gained some weight, which guess what? It's all right. It's all right. We all go up and down and that's totally fine. I just like want to be fully transparent with you guys because I feel like I was actually in such a good spot and I kind of stopped talking about like the journey part of it because I was like, I'm so cool where I'm at and now I'm not. And so like, I just, I want to be like real and raw with you guys. You guys know that's like kind of always been my goal is to just be like super open and honest with y'all. I know I said I was going to try to talk, talk slower. Sorry. Um, I want to talk about my new goals and how I plan to conquer them. So that's the whole point of this episode and hopefully y'all can relate and you'll enjoy it. You'll have to let me know how you like it and if you and if you like it speaking of that speaking of that I would love if you guys would like stop really quick just like hit the pause button real fast unless you're driving take a second to just like review even if you give me like a two-star review I don't care I want your honest opinion I want to know what you guys think about the episode I think there's spaces on Spotify to like leave an actual real review like what you thought about it what you liked disliked leave a review make sure you hit follow and subscribe on YouTube if you're watching right now and you're not already subscribed I'm trying really hard you guys to grow my platforms again. Like I was in such a good place and I was like hitting it and I loved making content and honestly I just my creativity fell right off. Um and now with like having three jobs, this is just like another job. Like I didn't realize how much of a job this was going to be. I really hope when I watch this back, the weed whacker isn't as bad as I think. 
Okay, it stopped. Oh, I should like maybe, you know, put my phone on silent. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk. I also wanted to say, I also wanted to say, welcome or welcome back to the Day by Dana podcast. Okay, I'm your host, Dana Meyer. And if you don't follow me already on socials, it's day by day underscore NA on TikTok and Instagram. And I post a lot about fitness and lifestyle on my own health and wellness journeys and just taking it day by day. Real quick, first of all, we're going to get into how I fell off. And why I fell off because I feel like a lot of my clients if you don't know this already I'm also an online personal trainer I work under Sylvia Glass Fitness um, she's super popular over on TikTok posts amazing recipes she's sil.eats um, I will always tag her in the show notes whenever I mention her um, on the podcast just because she's a real good friend of mine and seriously such a cool boss and I just absolutely love what she does with her platform so I work under her as a personal trainer and absolutely absolutely love my job if you're here as one of my clients welcome I love you hi um, and a lot of them always come to me just like I fell off or like, I can't stay consistent, or how do you stay motivated? Oh, we're going to get into motivation versus discipline in a few episodes, trust me. Um, but this is kind of how I fell off. And I just want to talk about this real quick, because I want you guys to know, like, how seriously, like how common it is. And even I had like, one of my sweetest clients messaged me the other day, she's like, I feel like I put you guys and you guys being like me as a coach or like a personal trainer on like a pedestal thinking that me saying, oh, give yourself some grace. Oh, you know, eat the foods that you want to eat and and do this for yourself and take some time off and rest if you need to. And make sure to take a rest day. It was like just being nice. She's like, but I forget that, like you go through this too and that you need it too and that you are speaking from your experience. I'm like, girl, yes. Like at one point I was very much overweight. I was absolutely not taking care of myself. I'm really not taking care of myself right now either to the best of my ability. And we're going to get into that in a second. But like, remember... Even people like me who literally are certified to personal train people, give people advice, live a healthy lifestyle, like fall off and have a hard time sticking to it. So it's totally normal to not stay consistent. And I never want you guys to be like, oh, I wish like it's just so easy to compare now that we have social media, you know? So here's how I fell off. I was doing great and I was at the best weight and like the best shape of my life. And when I say that, I don't mean just physically, because remember, this journey is so much more than physical. Like it's a lot of mental health as well. And I was in such a good place. My clothes were fitting incredibly. Like I had to actually go buy new clothes. I That is like the first time I've had to do that. And probably since like, I don't even know, like had to buy new clothes because I was not fitting in them rather than growing out of them. It's been years, years and years and years. I fit into a size six jean for the first time since probably high school. I'm 26 for those who don't know. It's been a while, probably like 10 years since I've worn a size six. And I actually still can fit into them. I, they just don't look as good as they did when I bought them. But anyways, I'm not back up to my starting weight. But like I'm inch. If I don't like watch out for it, I'm going to get close. And this is another thing that I tell my girlies all the time and that I think has just made me become a better person with my fitness journey is once you become self-aware, once you achieve something the first time, like get to that point where you're like, oh, I feel good or I'm having fun doing this. Like I like going to the gym or I like going to dance class. I like going to Zumba. I like playing on my co-ed volleyball team, you know, every Wednesday night, whatever. I'm just saying these things because this is what I do. <laughs> and I found things that work in my fitness journey. Once you get there, it won't seem as daunting. You'll know what to, you have to do in order to achieve those things. And you'll just be more self-aware. It'll help. So now that I've essentially worked through this before and I've gotten there and I know that it's achievable, it does make it a little easier. I've gone off track three times now. This is how I fell off track. All right. For, for reals, I'm going to tell you guys. So as you know, I'm a coach at Orange Theory 
and I started there last January so I've worked there for about a year and a half now which is insane to think about I started at the front desk in an administrative role I was at the front desk just checking people in um doing a lot of like you know back behind the scenes stuff um going through memberships and things like that I was then promoted within three months to assistant studio manager loved it I was also running their social media absolutely loved that as well I was doing like as in doing I mean taking my NASM certification classes when I was hired at Orange Theory as a front desk associate or a sales associate um and I knew that being at Orange Theory and having that be my full-time job would kind of kickstart because you only have six months to take your certification test and I needed to take it by May and I was like girl get your shit together okay we gotta like study for this we got to get it done and we got to take it we got to pass and then I could become a coach so I was really excited to do that so I passed in May so I've had my certification officially for just over a year now and I became certified as a coach in September so I've almost been coaching for a year which is actually so crazy to think about as well anyways when I became a coach that became like my full-time job for a couple months I actually did both where I was a sales associate and a coach but I know that I loved coaching way more so and you make more money too so I started coaching full-time and eventually I did get to a point where it just wasn't enough to pay the bills that's okay I keep it as my size job now you guys know that if you're caught up to date um but I was doing that and uh, because I was coaching every single day I had so much time to take class so I would start most of my days coaching at 8 45 and I'd coach to like noonish one I'd coach like four or five classes a day and I would take the 6 15 a.m class so I'd get up I'd take class and it had so many benefits. Number one, I was up and moving nice and early. I love starting my day nice and early. Number two, I got to know the template, okay? So you can look at the template as many times as you want before you go in and coach it. When you go in and you actually do that workout, it's so much different. And you actually feel what the members are gonna feel when you're coaching your class. And so it makes a huge difference and so I'd go and I'd take class, I'd hear the coach before me and his cues and how he instructed it. And it would just give me a lot of tips and tricks when it came to coaching my classes. And number three, I was getting a workout in, you know, so I was doing OTF four to five times a week, which is phenomenal, except for the fact, because I am telling you it worked, guys, it really worked. But I also didn't have the best eating habits. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I also just feel like with my hypothyroidism, um, I'm told honestly that it's not great for your cortisol levels and just for anyone really to be doing high intensity workouts like that five days a week. Not only is it just not the best, and again, I don't, I hate saying that because I don't know your body and every body is different. So you never really know. That's something that you'd probably want to talk to like a nutritionist or your doctor about. Um, but I will say it's just not sustainable because what happened is it worked for me, but then when I got my other two jobs and I had to kind of fall off the OTF train and only do it once, maybe if I'm lucky twice a week, it's not, it doesn't work. Okay. Like, and I'm not saying that orange theory doesn't work. I'm just saying like, that's why you, we push as sales associates, like don't get the basic membership. Don't get the elite membership where you're coming only once or twice a week because it's not very, it just doesn't do the job unless you're supplementing those other days with other things. And so that's what I think my goal is to do is to do Orange Theory at least twice, maybe three times a week. And then those other days do low intensity. I would love to get to a point where I'm mixing high intensity and low intensity. I think that's going to be best for sustainability for my body and my mental health as well. So as far as gaining weight, I'm just going to tell you guys, I don't, I don't care. Okay. I was at my best weight, which was like 155 in like February. Okay. In February, I was getting over an eating hump. I don't even want to call it a disorder because it, it 
wasn't and I was never I never went to the doctor I wasn't diagnosed then I don't take that phrase or that situation lightly of course so what happened is I think I've mentioned this before my ex-boyfriend who I've talked about a couple times had an, had a severe severe food allergy and I was terrified to eat that food or anything that had come in contact with that food or like anything that looked like it smelled like it I was terrified and because he had to religiously and so carefully look at labels I kind of subconsciously started doing that because I didn't want to like be the cause of some sort of like terrible thing happening and once I cut it out I started getting nervous because you guys know I'm diagnosed with anxiety severe anxiety I'm on medication for it and before August when this happened I wasn't on medication so thank god the medication seriously saved my life I really quick we'll go into it for a second and I can do a whole other episode on this if you guys are interested but I had cut out a lot of foods because I was just like afraid of them. I was afraid that I was going to go into anaphylactic shock or I was going to develop an allergy that I'd never had before because I'd cut it out for so long. And I talked to my doctor and I talked to my friends who were dietitians and I talked to my parents about it and nobody understood really, you know, they were like, you just, you got to eat. And I was just so terrified. I wouldn't eat when I was home alone. I was afraid I was going to choke and no one was here to save me. I was afraid I was going to be allergic to something. And the worst part too, when my therapist kind of explained this to me, is when you do have severe anxiety like that, your body will actually manifest sometimes what you think is happening to you. So because I thought I was allergic to everything that I was eating, my face would break out in hives. I'd get very red, I'd get hot, my throat would feel like it was closing up, and it was very, very, very scary. So that's like another point, which is just like, the thoughts that you think, like if you wake up thinking like, I'm going to die today, or I'm going to have something terrible happen to me today, or the speech is going to go terrible that I have today, or I'm not going to get this job that I'm interviewing for today. Like, don't speak those negative words because it will eventually manifest. And I'm not saying that you're even like wish death upon yourself. But it was actually because I would look in the mirror and just stare at myself until hives developed essentially because I really wanted to convince myself that I was right and I was having an allergic reaction to something I've been eating since I could chew it's it's real and it happens so I went on medication in August but because I was barely eating almost all of August and September my birthday you guys is in the at the end of September and I remember I had scheduled with a lot of my friends to go out to a bar and have a party and I knew I needed to eat because I was gonna be drinking and I hadn't eaten all day and I called my mom sobbing because I couldn't get myself to eat a waffle because I was so convinced that the toaster had somehow poisoned it with chemicals because the toaster smelled weird when it popped I guys I can't make it up it's okay to laugh it's just like I hope that this honestly helps somebody because if you are dealing with actually like life crippling like you can't even get up and do some things like I've been there I've been there junior year of college I was so afraid that I was gonna get in a car accident every day that like I was afraid to drive anywhere and I walked everywhere and then this fall I went through the whole thing with food so there was like seriously a time in my life where I was barely eating so that obviously was a huge dip in my weight I was able to lose some weight there, which is not, I'm not proud of that. I would never go back to that. No matter how much sometimes I look in the mirror this day and like don't love the way that I look, I would never choose to go back to the way that I was living my life right then. So I do not suggest in this, honestly, you guys, why I've never really talked about it on any of my platforms, because as much as I want to be real and raw with you guys and tell you that honestly, that is kind of how I drop so much weight. I mean, people at my work were like actually coming up to me like, are you sick? Like, are you okay? And it's not a good feeling. Like, I remember thinking in that moment too, like, damn, I've wanted to lose weight, but I not like this. Like, I, I'm unhealthy. I'm not presenting myself well. I have no energy because I'm not eating. Like, guys, it was awful. So with that going into 
Um, I remember thinking, oh my god, I really hope this is gone by the holidays because I wanted to enjoy like holiday food and cookies and Thanksgiving was coming up. And I would say I was pretty much over it by December because my medicine had started kicking in. It took about three months. And then by then I was doing the Orange Theory five days a week. So of course by February, I was like in such good shape because I had finally had my appetite back. I was eating, I was feeling my body and then I was working out on top of it. So by February, I was in a really good spot. Like I said, about 155. I got my sales job at the end of February and obviously started taking that a lot more seriously and Orange Theory kind of became my second job and I didn't really have time to do Orange Theory anymore. By the end of April, now keep in mind, between the end of February and the end of April, I had gone through a breakup, um, taken on another job, two jobs at the end of, by the end of April, um, and started talking to my now boyfriend. So lots of things had happened. Okay, and coincidentally, you guys, that time last year, almost the exact same thing. So it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know. I guess my body just takes spring very seriously and we absolutely head into new adventures. Anyways, so by the end of April, I had gained almost 20 pounds. Okay. Um, I had also developed an addiction to crumble because I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I had never really eaten crumble cookies because it was one of my like fear foods because of the ingredients in them. And like they come in contact with, you know, the it's just, it was, it was a whole thing, guys. I was so, I was so, like, particular about what I ate and what I put in my body, and I tried crumble. Started eating crumble, developed an addiction. I got it probably, like, twice in April, which doesn't seem like a lot, you guys, but when you eat eight crumble cookies in four weeks, I don't know, it's just, it's, a, I don't know, guys. It's just, it's not great for you, obviously. So, anyways, by then, I'd also started dating Danny mid-May and we were going out. I talked about this in my like welcome back podcast, whatever you want to call it, like life update Q&A um, situation a couple weeks ago. We were going out and drinking every weekend because I was meeting his friends. He was meeting my friends. We were going to baseball games. We were going to bars. We were going home and seeing our parents and going to cookouts and like summer was just starting and we drank every weekend. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to, I'm gonna be honest with myself guys I think that's what it is I think it's the alcohol because I have this insane bloat I kind of cut crumble like I don't do that as much anymore and I I watch what I eat you guys I think I do pretty well eating and I track my calories I track my macros so I think that's kind of where we're at but yeah so that's essentially where I'm at as far as gaining weight and dealing with it it's happy weight it's relationship weight um we talked about you know adding drinking into the mix and things like that and I think that, that is what it is so I also have been trying to plan out my meals a lot better and I'm kind of starting to fixate on foods because it's so easy to track it when it's already in my fitness pal and I can do it real quick. I have like a problem with new recipes and things that take like a while to prepare and to make because I'm just like so, my schedule is just like so tight I feel like. And so I have really started to just kind of fixate on certain foods. I just posted a reel and a TikTok kind of like come with whole, or come to Whole Foods with me and go through my grocery list and my meals for the week. So if you guys want to check that out, um, it's over there. I do a cliff bar because you guys know I open orange. Th like I gotta be there at 430. I'm usually there like 445, but I'm there super early in the morning. You guys, there's no way that I could like, Danny's like intermittent fast. I'm like, okay, I have my own opinions on intermittent fast fasting. I don't care what he does with his life. It's his, his world. But I know that it's not sustainable for me, especially because I'm up at 430 in the morning. I'm like, I need energy. Like I cannot not eat until noon. That's just not, that's not gonna work for me. So love, love you. Love him to death, but it's just not gonna work. So 
So I do a clip bar in between my 5 a.m. and my 6.15 classes. And then when I get home from Orange Theory, I usually have my breakfast, which is uh, yogurt. I've been doing like the Siggies. Um, it's like a higher, it's lower sugar, high protein. There's like 14 grams of protein in one of those little things. I do some berries, some cinnamon, some honey, some granola. Um, and it's super, super good. That's like my fixation for breakfast right now. And then for lunch, I usually try to do like a sandwich because I really like to have like carbs midday. I think it gives me like my second wind. I need that energy. And so I've been doing that for lunch and I'll do like dots, pretzels or like popcorn on the side. So, and then for dinner, I switch out dinners every once in a while. I've been loving like some Caesar chicken or Caesar salmon wraps, um, or I'll do the crock pot chicken. Oh my God, guys, the crock pot chicken is so easy. Literally you dump chicken breast on the bottom of your crock pot, a whole can of salsa, any ingredients or, uh, seasonings that you want and then you cook it on high for four hours and then you shred it up I add corn and beans when it's done and mix it all together I store it in the fridge it lasts me all week you can make you can put it over a salad you can put it on a tortilla I'm putting them in like lettuce boats this week with like a little bit Greek yogurt that's another thing guys help healthy swaps like it's actually so easy to swap out just little things in your fridge for things that are higher protein or that are just maybe less calories like sauces and condiments and things like cottage cheese as extra protein or Greek yogurt instead of sour cream. Um, so yeah, so those are the meals that I usually have been eating and that I plan to create for the rest of the week. But for my new goals, I kind of already talked about them. I just want to do like a good mix of high intensity and low intensity. Like tonight I'm going to dance. Um, and I really had like the urge to work out this morning and I knew that it would keep me productive. So I edited my TikTok and my grocery TikTok on the treadmill Planet Fitness. And so I've been doing that. Like walks are really good, I feel like for me right now. And then also dance and orange theory, I consider high intensity. So I really only try to do those like once to once or twice a week just because I know that it's probably best for my body and then I would love to add like an upper and a lower body of Planet Fitness so two days of lifting two days of high intensity and then maybe Fridays just move not I'm not going to set too high of a goal for myself just because it's unrealistic and I know that I won't stick to it and so you never want to set yourself up for failure guys you never do like don't if you know you can only get to the gym twice a week go twice a week like it's not all or nothing. Like something is better than nothing. Guys, remember that. So don't think like, oh, I can only get to the gym two times this week. Like I'm just going to skip it all together. Absolutely not. If you know you can go two times a week, set the bar low. And if you exceed that, then you're going to feel so much prouder of yourself than if you set the bar high and you're like, I'm going to go five times this week and you only get there once. You're going to feel like a failure. And I talked about failure, you guys, in the last episode. And I'm actually like so passionate about that. Please go listen to it if you missed out on it because it's it, I think that's like one of my favorite episodes today because I think everyone goes through that phase where you're like, you think you're such a failure and you think that just because you didn't get to the gym so many times this week or you fell off your macros one day a week, like it's just at the end of the world and it's really not and everyone's been there, okay? So if you struggle with that, go listen to it if you missed it. And that's the thing with the high and the low intensity. Again, I have hypothyroidism. I don't talk a lot of, I don't talk about it a lot on my platforms, I guess, just because I don't feel like I know that much about it, which honestly is a huge issue within itself I don't think that as many times have I've gone to the doctor and tried to talk to them about it like I've seen three different doctors about my hypo and like I just don't feel like anyone's been able to explain like the right way to kind of conquer it and treat it like I was taking medicine for it for probably six years before a doctor finally told me you know you're supposed to take that an hour before you eat or drink anything with just water and I was like girly I've been drinking this with my morning mimosa on a Saturday like why did nobody tell me this like I don't under, like, I just feel like it's not, 
we're not educated enough on it and ladies seriously when you go to the doctor and you go have your hormones checked and things like that like make sure if you feel like something is wrong like demand the blood work demand the right panels being tested all right the neighbor started back up with a weed whacker we're gonna wrap it up you guys i've been trying to keep these right around like 30 minutes anyway let me know if you like the shorter or the longer podcasts i think i surveyed y'all back when i was like doing this regularly and I feel like most people said they liked them shorter and that's what I prefer too. So we can kind of just like zip through them. Um, but anyways, I, I will leave you with pretty much that. So that is essentially how I fell off and how I plan to get back on track. And I encourage you seriously, if you are in the same boat and you feel like you've fallen off, I just got a message from one of my clients yesterday. She's like, how do I stay consistent? Like, how do I get back on track? Think about what it is that you were doing when you felt your best self how bad do you want it? Like get back into it, get back into it. I know for me, it was working out five days a week. And while it was the high intensity workouts, it's, you are going to want to be, I remember what I was talking about. I was going to go into the green and orange zones at Orange Theory. I'm going to have a whole episode, you guys, on Orange Theory, and I'll talk about kind of the zones and when you're like burning, God, I hate explaining it like this, but they call it the fat burning zone. I don't really love that phrase, but we're going to talk about it um, when I go into my whole Orange Theory podcast and kind of talk about what it's like to be a member of Orange Theory and the benefits and things like that. So we'll talk about that then um, because I do think that it's important to have that knowledge, especially now that the Apple Watches have, like if you go into like a high intensity workout, if you have like a newer Apple Watch, it'll tell you what zones you're in. And essentially that's exactly what we track on the heart rate monitors at Orange Theory. And I think it's very good knowledge to have when you're training on your own. So I will definitely do an episode about that. But what I was saying is I was closing you guys off. So I just, I think that once you kind of pinpoint what it was that you were doing that got you where you wanted to be, or maybe it was like what you were doing that made working out fun or made health fun, made cooking fun, made tracking meals fun, like in easy and things like that, get back into it. Just get back into it. And if you can't figure it out, I encourage you to sit down. I know it sounds silly, guys. Just sit down with a journal and dig deep. Be honest with yourself. This is not meant to be mean. You guys know I'm your bestie, but sometimes you got to be big sis. If you are like just flat out being lazy, we can fix that. We can fix that. If you don't have time, we can also fix that. But at least like you'll like pinpoint what it is. Well, no, I have three jobs now, so it's harder to like make a schedule. I just got to get up earlier. Yeah, I'm being lazy. I need to go when I have free time instead of laying in my bed and watching YouTube. I'm talking to myself. Um, You know, what can I do to add extra movement? If I want to go to Starbucks and get coffee... I'm walking like it's three blocks down the street. Why would I drive? Especially when it's nice and beautiful out now, make time for extra movement. Um, and again, just being honest with yourself, like figure out what it is that is holding you back and then compare that to your goal. Well, I really want to lose another 10 pounds. Okay. Then what's more important walking and taking a walk after dinner or laying in bed and feeling like crap, you know, like I just feel like that's something that may, that may help you. Cause that's what helps me. So those are how I plan to conquer my goals and get back on track. I really, really hope that this helped you. And if it did, please, again, leave a comment, send me a DM. Like, I love to hear from you guys. And I'm thinking that leaving reviews and like ratings on podcasts, whatever, wherever you listen to your podcast at, is going to help a little bit with just kind of like getting a gist of what you guys like and what you don't like. Because right now I only have like views to look at really. And I can't tell if the views are because the like episodes aren't something that you're interested in. Or if people just maybe like certain days are better to listen than others. I'm going to keep posting on Fridays. I think that Fridays 
are good, like Friday mornings um, to schedule them. But anyways, you guys know I'll sit here and go off on a tangent for another 10 minutes if I fall off script. So I want to thank you guys again so much for listening and so much for watching if you're here on YouTube. And again, let me know what you think in the comments about the episode. If you like having it on YouTube, if you want to just listen to it in the car, whatever it is, I'll probably keep posting on both just because I think it keeps me accountable and I can grow both accounts simultaneously, which is using that brain of mine that I haven't used since college. Anyways, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for watching and for listening, and I'll chat with y'all soon.